0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Full Court Finance here at Zaxx. I'm your host, Ben Raines. And today we're taking a look at three top momentum stocks to consider buying for November and beyond. And the three stocks we're going to look at today are the Chef's Warehouse, W.R. Berkeley, and N Phase Energy. But before we get into the, a little bit of a market uh, recap and those three stocks, I want to say remember to subscribe and leave a review for every listener podcast. And make sure to check out our Zaxx.com slash promo page for a look at our services, portfolios, and more. So as I said, we're going to do a little bit of a broader market overview as we head into November, just to give people a sense of why we might be looking at these three stocks in particular. So the market has posted a pretty nice bounce back to start uh, the fourth quarter, so since the end of September, uh, where the market was down 25%. In the first three quarters, and we're up about eight percent since September 30th. The question now will be whether this run can be sustainable or is it another bear market rally. Uh, so, with this in mind, we have to kind of take a look at the earnings picture and the interest rate outlook because those are the two things that drive the stock market the most. So, the earnings picture has. Fallen. Uh, The big technology stocks last week proved that even they are not resilient to some of the tough comparisons, the rising interest rates, 40 year high inflation, and rapidly changing consumer and business spending. So with that in mind, our SACS estimates are calling for overall S&P 500 earnings to be up 1% in the third quarter on about 9.4% higher revenue. And if it wasn't for the really strong performance of the energy sector, it would be a negative figure. We'd see earnings down around 6%. And if we look for the full year, we're calling for about 6% overall earnings growth and about 10% higher revenue, uh, which does come up against a huge spike last year in 2021. So still positive growth, once again, boosted by energy And then if we look ahead to 2023, we're calling for about 4.5% earnings growth and about 8% earnings growth in 2024. So if we are nearing the actual bottom of this earnings dip, we could see the market start to turn around as things are getting priced in pretty heavily. And then in terms of the interest rate front, traders are still betting pretty heavily that the Fed is going to raise its core rate by 70.75%, so 75 basis points. But there's less conviction than there was just a few weeks ago. So at the moment, there's about 86 percent chance that the Fed raises by 75 basis points at its next FOMC meeting, which is uh, this week. It ends uh, on Wednesday, November 2nd, with about a 14 percent chance that they do just a 50 basis point hike. Uh, this came after the Bank of Canada last week raised by 50 basis points instead of 75 basis points. So they're hoping now the Fed will able to do the same and uh as I said, their, their two-day meeting ends on November 2nd, so we'll have much more on terms of the interest rate uh, plan uh, by then. So if the Fed is able to ease off the gas and kind of the rest of the earnings season proves not to be like brutal, brutal, the market could be able to sustain some of that comeback because Wall Street has spent really the first nine plus months of 2022 pricing in the rising interest rates and the falling earnings picture, and we should always remember that the biggest players in Wall Street always way ahead of the curve. So this means they're the first to sell when things are looking fantastic. I mean, think back, uh the Nasdaq peak last November long before the Fed officially started raising interest rates in March and then obviously they're going to be the first buyers in the early buyers when the broad market sentiment is in the dumps so that's always worth remembering and then we should also note that at the moment history is on the bullish side at least for the near term as the midterm elections uh, the post midterm elections I should say has proven to be a really solid period so the midterm elections uh, the period the one year period following the midterms uh, has been positive every year since 1942, averaging a 15% return. So the it's a solid period we could be heading into at the moment as Wall Street is able to kind of get some clarity, which is they what they care about more than anything. So even if we have gridlock or one party's in charge, it doesn't matter. They just want clarity on what's going to happen next. So with this in mind, we're going to take a look at three stocks that are. Been able to climb recently that have some positive momentum that are also highly zach's ranks they're from a kind of three totally different areas in the market that might be worth considering as we head into november so the first of these three stocks is the chef's warehouse which trades on the taker chef uh, the company is a top distributor of specialty food products in the u.s and canada with a focus kind of on the higher end side of the dining scene So they they say they like to serve chefs who own and operate some of the nation's leading menu-driven independent restaurants, but then they're also getting into the fine dining business, country clubs, hotels, kind of just as I said, anywhere you can get a really nice meal is where they're gonna try to be distributing their various offerings. So the company carries and distributes over 50,000 products to over 35,000 customers or customer locations. uh, The company has done really well so far this year. They topped Q3 estimates once again, in the last full week of October, and they raised their 2022 guidance once again as well. And there's plenty of room for upside as the entire hospitality space remains slightly below its pre-pandemic levels. And we should also note that the businesses they're serving are obviously higher end places which cater to higher income consumers who are continuing to spend really, like inflation isn't happening, which is driving some more inflation as well. So their market is a growing while some of these places that are are seeing their consumers cut back on expenses, the high-end restaurants are doing pretty well. So, Zach's estimates at the moment call for the company to post 47% revenue growth this year, to jump from about 1.8 billion to about 2.6 billion, and then climb another nearly 10% next year on the top line. And then we're also expected to see the stock or the company climb from adjusted an adjusted loss of five cents per share last year as it was still kind of hit by covid last year all the way up to a dollar and 50 cents per share and then climb another 10 percent in 2023 as well so some impressive bottom line growth and as i said the company beat last week and raised its guidance so uh it's boosted its guidance for 2022 and 2023 and it's, we should note that the last four quarters, it's crushed our bottom line estimates, uh, including a 52% earnings beat last week. Uh, overall, the stock has soared about 175% in the last two years. Even though it's chopped around a bit over the last two years, it's still up. Uh, and it's up about 25% in the last month, trading at around $37 per share, which is about 10% below its summer highs uh the stock is also trading uh near its two year lows at 22.5 times forward earnings which is also right around its 10-year median which is despite that big climb and then despite its outperformance it's still trading uh well below its average zacks price target so its current zacks price target offers 25 percent upside to its current levels of around 37 dollars for sure at the moment as i mentioned uh and overall uh, Wall Street's still really high on the stock, with five of the six brokerage recommendations that we have coming in at either buys or strong buys, with four at a strong buy. And uh, overall, the company's positive earnings revision activity helps uh, land a Zach's Rank number one strong buy at the moment. And once again, their business has proved really resilient as everyone who is those higher income consumers are just living their lives again and kind of just. Trying to forget that COVID lockdowns ever happened and are just willing to spend and spend on uh, just kind of the life they used to live before the pandemic. So uh, Chess Warehouse is certainly a stock worth looking at. Uh, The next company we're going to look at is WR Berkeley Corporation, which trades in the ticker WRB. It's an insurance holding company. Uh, Part of the company's core focus is on insurance for businesses in high-value homes, vehicles, collectibles. It boasts that it's able to offer tailored solutions for an array of businesses. Uh, The firm's industries range from architects and engineers to life sciences and technology, as well as bars, restaurants, almost anything else you might uh, imagine you need coverage for. Its insurance products uh, feature more offerings like more common offerings like Accident and Health, uh, as well as Ocean Marine, product recalls, and various other offerings. Overall, it's uh, built over 50 insurance businesses to help independent agents and brokers deliver commercial and high net worth uh, personal lines of insurance solutions via over 200 offices in the U.S. and beyond. So, overall, the company's it's grown its revenue at a really steady pace over the last 25 years, with its only two declines coming in 2008 and 2009 during that financial crisis. The company's revenue surged 17% in 2021, and its outlook is strong after a great start to 2022. The company also topped our Q3 earnings and revenue estimates on uh, October 24th and upped its guidance. So with this new updated guidance, we're calling for 14% revenue growth to get up to $10.5 billion and then another 8% revenue growth next year. And then on the bottom line, we're calling for 26% adjusted earnings growth this year and then another 11% adjusted earnings growth next year. And the company's been able to continue to boost its bottom line outlook which is really impressive amid all of the companies lowering their guidance outside of the energy space. So it's really impressive to see WR Berkeley do this. And as I mentioned, it's had a really impressive string of beats, including a 23% beat on uh, October 24th. And then that's part of the average of the 26% beat over the last four quarters. Uh, The company really remains positive about the the business model in this rising rate environment. Uh, The CEO said over the summer on an earnings call that the earnings power of this economic model going forward in a rising uh, and increasing rate environment should not be underestimated. I think that it's something people have an understanding for. But I'm not sure if it's fully appreciated what it means for our economic model again. So it's really showing that this the rising interest rate environment is really helping the company. Uh, we should also note that the company has a solid balance sheet and a proven history of uh, generating consistently strong profits. It also pays a dividend, not a uh, not yielding really high at the moment, but uh, buys back its own stock as well. But the even though it doesn't pay a really strong dividend, its price performance has been really impressive. So this. St- the stock's up about 330% over the last decade. That doubles its insurance market's uh, performance over that stretch. The stock is also up 38% in the last year. First, the insurance market's roughly sideways movement, and this crushes the S&P 500 as well. And this includes a recent spike as well. So the stock's done extremely well. And then despite this outperformance and long-term strength over the last decade, it's trading at a Discount to its insurance market at 15.7 times forward 12 month earnings, uh, which is right near, it's uh, actually it's below its median over the last decade as well of its medium about 17.1 and well below its highs even though it's actually trading at new highs. And on top of that, out of the nine brokerage recommendations that Zaxx has, four are coming in at strong buys, two more at buys, and three at a hold. So nothing below a hold at the moment which is really solid. And then overall it's uh earnings estimate revision activity helps it land these tax rank number one strong buy at the moment and overall it certainly seems to be a stock worth looking into with its ability to continue to climb over the last decade and then in 2022 while also seeing its pe sit below its uh, decade-long median and well below its high. So some solid value for a stock that's had plenty of momentum in continuing to up uh, its guidance for both 2022 and the next year as well. And the last stock we're going to look at today is Enphase Energy, which trades on the ticker ENPH. Enphase is a solar energy firm that's thrived as one of the largest makers of microinverter-based solar and battery systems in the world. Uh, Inverters overall are vital high-tech components in the larger solar ecosystem because they convert the DC power that photovoltaic panels produce into AC power that's used in our homes and businesses. Enphase offers inverters with tons of growth runway because they're important overall in the inverter segment and within this still young solar industry. So its microinverters are designed to work on a one-for-one basis with each individual solar panel to help generate more consistent power, and they enable energy production to continue even if one panel fails, unlike some of its string and central inverter rivals. Uh, Enphase's battery storage segment is also growing as well, and the company's revenue has really started to take off over the last several years as more and more businesses and Homes have put solar panels onto their roofs. So overall, Enphase revenue climbed from around 300 million back in 2018 to 1.4 billion in 2021. The company, like all three of these names, has topped our estimates last week, uh, which helped the solar solar stock, excuse me, soar once again. So, looking ahead, Zach's estimates call for its sales to surge another sixty-six percent in twenty twenty-two to get all the way up to two point three billion, and then climb another thirty-five percent in twenty twenty-three to three point one. So, to go from $300 million in twenty eighteen, to we're projecting three point one billion in twenty twenty-three. Uh, This is also expected to help lift its adjusted earnings by 77% this year and then another 27% next year, and it's been able to continue to boost its bottom line guidance in the face of rising costs and a global economic downturn that had many people worried that its days of big growth were going to phase out. Uh, Overall, the stock has soared from around $3 per share five years ago to trade around uh, $300 at the moment, uh, the stock has climbed about 32% in 2022, even as the market and the uh, growth stocks tumble. That said, despite its big rebound recently, the stock still is trading below its mid-September highs of around $325 per share. So overall the stock is up about one hundred and ninety percent in the last two years. This compares really well to the overall solar market which is down about nine percent over this stretch. So you can see the end phase is a a great stock within the broader solar space that has lots of room for growth. Wall Street also remains really high in the stock in terms of brokerage recommendations and overall its bottom line earnings. uh, positivity on the, the revisions front helps it land a exact rank number two by at the moment alongside an A grade for growth and an A grade for momentum in our style score system. And that solar industry remains in the top 35% of over 250 exact industries. And then on the valuation front, its metrics have certainly improved. Uh, It's still trading at a really sky-high earnings multiple, but in terms of a peg ratio, which factors in that growth, it's uh, matching its industry and trading right around Tesla as well. Uh, So it's trading at a peg ratio of 1.6 at the moment, which is just above its solar industry, even though the stock has crushed its solar industry and trading, as I said, right in line with Tesla. The company also has a pretty decent balance sheet and has about $1.4 billion in cash and equivalents, which is always a great sign, especially amid this economic turmoil. And then overall, we should note just the, the room for growth runway within the solar energy space. So current government incentives are fueling private spending and Wall Street investment to help create kind of a virtuous cycle that's poised to possibly permanently alter the energy industry. Uh, there's projections that renewable share of electricity generation mix will double by 2050 from 20% at the moment all the way to over 40% with a big part of that growth coming from the solar industry. So Enphase certainly looks poised to keep growing as it shows strength within the broader solar industry that's kind of been a mixed bag but overall enphase uh, and its inverters and specifically microinverter inverter tech uh, have done really well as it expands its reach uh, overall so these three stocks certainly look worth considering as we head into november and that does it for another episode of full court finance until next time i'm your host ben rains and remember if you have any questions please feel free to shoot an email over podcast at zax.com